Blog Talk Radio. Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good afternoon, America. Today is February the 26th, 2014. It's so hard to get used to saying that, man. It seems like this year is flying by so fast, and we can't catch it, but we are going to definitely make sure that you don't get lost in it. Hope you're having an awesome week. Today is hump day. I don't know what it is about me. I think I'm stuck on silly, but every now they have branded that doggone camel walking through the theater eating people's popcorn so well that every time they say, I say hump day, I just want to do it, so i got to get it over with. It's hump day! Okay. I know Julia is going, he needs Jesus. Anyway, with those things said, what we want to talk about is a subject that we touched on last week, and it was very serious, serious subject, and it had a great deal to do with manifesting. I, I know uh, I had the beauty of having George Foreman the third on the program. Um, you know, George Foreman, the boxer, fought Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, Ken Norton, and everyone else that had a legendary name. George um, is the person that if you've ever used the George Foreman grill, if you've um, ever done any of the many products that those guys have come out of their camp with, he's the guy that's behind it. And not his daddy's name, but George, the son, is the one that brought a tangible manifestation into the presence of that family. And since then, and a few billion dollars later, you see the outcome. This is what I want to talk to you guys about today. You know, I have more people call me. And they ask, there are three or four things that people want every time that they reach out to me. One of the first things that they ask is, Doc, I am so tired of being alone. I want love. I want somebody to love me the way that I love them. Another thing that constantly comes to my office, Dr. Young, what can I do to get my life together? Man, I can't figure out what I want. I can't figure out where I'm going. It seems that every time I take three steps forward, I take four or five steps backwards, and I can't seem to win for losing. And you know this one comes in the office. <clears throat> what can I do to manifest more money? I am so tired of running out of money. I'm tired of being broke. And above all, one of the, uh, believe it or not, one of the most significant things that people come to me with is they just want to be happy. And that one is, if you really start looking at the essence of anything that you want, you ask yourself this question, why do I want it? I can answer it for you. You want it because you think it will make you happy. You want it because you think it is going to make you feel better. That is why you want more money. You don't want, unless you're just like Mr. Drysdale on the Beverly Hillbillies, for those of you that are old enough to remember that show, unless you are just straight up uh, just obsessing and lusting for having a pile of money to look at, you don't really want the actual money. You want what that money brings you. If you are lusting and seeking a mate, you don't really just want the sex. Well, some of you little freaky folks out there, you probably do just want the sex. But to be real transparent and to be really honest, you don't just want the sex. What you want is you want the happiness that a fulfilling relationship would bring you. You don't just want a new car. You don't just want new clothes. You want the way that those things make you appear to other people, which is another thing that authenticates that you're happy. But here's the problem. 
manifestation has become a real, real buzzword, and it's also very trendy to talk about the laws of attraction. But see, all of this stuff can be very misleading unless you are tuned in, aware, and tapping into these desires that you want for the right reason. Now, I'm going to start something, and no, I'm not going to get religious. And for those of you, I even had someone write me and say, Bishop, Pastor, yes, I am an ordained minister, but I'm not trying to kick it like that. And here's what I mean by that. I am a very prayerful spiritual man because it is my firm belief that everybody that is on this planet came here with will and intent to do something wonderful, and that includes you. We are beings of light. We existed before we were in these physical bodies that we're walking in. Um, there's evidence of this in every religious text from the Quran, the I Ching, the Bible, the Torah, and you will see that in each one of these uh, testaments that there is an acknowledgement of you being eternally so coming from an eternal source and you are eternally sourced within through and around that source what i mean by that is this it is no accident that you're here so stop beating yourself up stop allowing yourself to feel that everyone else gets all the breaks that everyone else has it going on and no, but you have to work so hard. You can't get a, uh, if there wasn't for no bad luck, you wouldn't have luck. Get that crap out of your head. And for those of you that have managed to take a bath and smell pretty decent and put on some clean drawers, the good part of that is there's more to life than you and your job and your car and the fact that your light's on because at any given day, most people, especially those that live in America, and, I, and I'm not, uh, I think this applies to my listeners, and I'll give a shout-out to you guys down under the, in Australia and to my listeners in Canada and the, the, my listeners in, listeners in the U.K., even those that the emails that I get every week uh, from Africa, um, all the countries they're in, we are all dealing with the same thing. Many people are if not hours away from poverty, you're just a few paychecks away from poverty. Today, we're going to put an end to that. I am going to go, as I was talking with you guys on Sunday, um, I was going through some five principles, maybe give or take a few, on manifesting that which you desire. As always, whether you're reading a Dr. D. Yvonne Young book, or you're listening to a show or at one of my lectures, you need to get a pen and paper out. So get it now. Get that iPad ready. Get that smartphone ready because there are, these notes today will change your life if you apply them. So let's get this thing started. By the, way. the first thing is I want you to understand expectation is a good thing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to tell you why. There's a statement that says about faith that it is the substance of things hoped for, right? It is the evidence of things not seen. I'm sure you're very familiar with that. I want you to slow it down, and I really want you to think on this because Many people ask me, they say, well, Doc, how did you get your brand where you got it, man? How did you get where you're financially stable? Well, first thing I'm going to tell you, all of that junk is an illusion. You are always financially stable. You are always where you're supposed to be. You're always in the condition that you willed yourself, and underline that word, will yourself into. But the problem with many of you is that you are so busy hoping for things, and I'm, I'm especially talking to some of you religious folks out there, that you know what well, I hope and hope and hope. Well, hope is cool. I am not knocking hope, so do not write me a letter. But I am going to tell you like this. Sooner or later, you're going to have to get off the breast milk and get on the meat. And I'm talking about the manifesting meat. 
you know, hope is a great thing. But uh, today, we're stepping the game up. You're going to go from hoping for things to expecting them. That's number one. Start expecting things rather than wanting them. Here's how that works. A lot of the things that we find ourselves giving our time and attention to, we, we ignore some spiritual laws. And, and here, and I'm going to give you this. There, there's a reason these things are called laws. Now, in, in my last book, which I really suggest you get another chance, Where Would You Be Without One, I wrote a chapter in there on spiritual laws, and here's why I wrote it. There are things, principles, tenets, cause and effect relationships that exist on so many levels we, and especially, and I'm not trying to knock folks and exclude my Anglo brothers and sisters out of this conversation, but I'm saying people, but this is especially true of people who have come from oppression, be it recently or even enslavement within the last 150 years. So, you know, they had white indentured servants, so this does not exclude my Anglo brothers and sisters. It does not exclude my Eastern brothers and sisters. It does not exclude you if you are Hispanic or, or any of that, because at the end of the day, there are so many people, and especially African Americans, that are mentally hindered because they have an enslaved attitude about what they should expect from life. Here's an example of that. We have been pushing and fighting as a society, as a global society, and we've decided that we want to fight against these things. Now, here's where I'm going with that, because you're going to connect dots in a minute. We want so bad not to be broke that we fight against being broke. Some of you are fighting against being overweight. Some of you are fighting against being alone. Some of you are fighting against people disrespecting you. Some of you are fighting depression. Some of you are fighting whatever. You know, you're fighting a dang invisible man. Well, I'm going to give you a hint. That is the equivalent of you getting ticked off and punching water in a swimming pool. By the time you get finished, all you will do is be tired as hell and will achieve nothing. And I'm going to give you some evidence of this so you will understand where I'm going. You remember I made a comment to you. I said emotion is the source of all potentiation, of all power, of all manifestation. Now, it takes a lot of emotion to fight, and typically we fight because we've been pushed to a position of anger about something. Here's another little tidbit. Anger is a good emotion. Now, do not, some of y'all right now are going, really? And y'all getting ready to go slap the you-know-what out of somebody. I do not mean this that way. I mean anger is there to inspire you and get you to a point of awareness that you finally get off your butt. So just like you want to get off your butt and go slap the heck out of Tom, Dick, and Harry or go and run and let somebody have a piece of what's left of your mind, that is the motivation I'm talking about, and that is emotion and pure emotion, but I'm going to show you how to use that properly. I know since childhood, many of us uh, that have grown up in especially Western culture and even Eastern culture, we saw the television and politicians talk about we are going to have a war on crime. Have you noticed something, and especially in America, We've had a long crime ever since probably the 1960s, ever since J. Edgar Hoover. How have we done? Well, let me tell you how have we done. We've got more populations in prisons than any other country in the free world. We have been fighting illness. And yet we have more hospitals and sick people than ever before. Matter of fact, there is more physical suffering around the world now than mankind has ever seen. We have been fighting against warfare. In our, in our search for world peace, we already know how that's worked out. Cut your TV on, and unless you are living in a T 
tent somewhere not getting broadcast signals, you know that when they said, let's tear down the Berlin Wall, how did that work for us? America right now is in Afghanistan sending kids home in body bags on a consistent basis, not to mention all the domestic violence that we are fighting for equal rights in the home for women and for children. Well, we see how that's worked out. And But the biggest fight that we have is a quest for financial abundance, and we seem to be losing that because even as people get more money, we have less free time to enjoy it. So here's my first proof to you. Wherever you put your energy, write this down, you get results. Now, here's how I want you to connect these dots. If that is a premise Shouldn't that tell you that there's definitely some truth about the laws of attraction? Just think about what I just mentioned. I just mentioned that as a collective society, as a collective consciousness, we have fought about crime, we fought about disease, warfare, we fought about inequality in the home, we fought about wanting more money, and all of that energy has manifested more of everything that we do not want. How? Bingo. If you that ball, you're a step ahead of everybody else. But for those of you that are over there with that box of wine, I'm going to go back with that, all right? And especially some of you folks that you believe in God for this, and you believe in God. Well, let me give you a hint. I believe in God, and so do demons. Maybe if you knew God, you could stop believing in him. And moreover, if you would educate yourself about his laws and his rules, you could have them work for you. So today is step one. Wherever you put your expectation, wherever you put your energy, that is where you get your results. But you will get the very essence of everything you think about. So consider this. If you think about a lack of health, a lack of health, L-A-C-K, or if you think about a lack of money, You you are offering a thought, and whether you attract the negative of or positive aspect of that thought is really up to the emotion attached to it. In other words, what I'm saying is, if I'm going to give you an example. If you say, you know what, I do not want to be sick, I do not want illness, well, the subject of your attention is lack. And here's how you're rationalizing this more than likely. Right now you're sitting there going, okay, I said I don't want illness, but let's think about this now. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be sick. What are you really putting effort and energy into? You are thinking about what is absent in your life. So even though your words say I don't want any sickness, I don't want lack, I don't want poverty. What the universe is paying attention to is what your emotional state is attached to and rooted in, and that is what you attract. I'll give you an example. When you say that uh, what you say that you do want is money and what you do want is health, However, what you are contemplating, speaking, and meditating on is a negative energy projection in that area. And when that negative emotion is present, you are in the exact mode of attracting something you don't want. Now, I know that uh, most people do not have an issue with weight. God, please don't hit me with lightning because I just lied. Uh, the truth of it is, is a lot of people do have an issue with weight. Some, breathe in and out. If I'm talking about you, just look straight ahead and play like I'm talking about somebody else. But if you do have a problem with weight, the reason is you are so focused on losing weight. I want to lose weight. I'm on another diet. Where the focus is the fact that you have, are not successful at living a healthy lifestyle. So the universe is hearing you say, wait, wait, I have a problem with weight. I have a problem with weight. And what do you manifest? A problem with your weight. The law of attraction does exactly what we 
match with our feelings. If you want to stop struggling, and there is not, and if you can prove to me anything opposite of this, you're either lying or you're making it up, but every scientific bit of evidence on this earth will confirm that if I tell you do not think of a pink elephant right now, do not, whatever you do, think of a pink elephant, and you sit there and go, I am not going to think of a pink elephant. I'm not going to think of a pink elephant. What are you really thinking of? Thank you, a pink elephant. And that's exactly why you keep attracting lack, loneliness, disparity, even for some people, poverty. For some people, you keep saying, I want a man that won't mistreat me. I want a man, and you are so focused on not being mistreated that what kind of man do you get? A jerk that does what? Mistreats you. You do not and cannot put enough effort forward to create a different vibration to counter the negative parts of your perceiving process. So here's how we're going to do this. I went and started this five, these little five things last week that you can do starting today to immediately take the steps to change the essence of your circumstances. And if you change the essence of anything, don't you inadvertently change the content as well as the context of it? Of course you do. First thing, let's separate what is contextual from what is content. As you go about manifesting anything, you must learn to ignore content. Okay? Why why am I saying that? They had a story on uh, Brian Gumbel, I think on HBO, and they were showing the new head coach at, um, at, at Southern Methodist, yeah, I think it's Southern Methodist University. So when they were talking about this coach, the, what took place is they looked at his track record and they figured if he was going to uh, be a, a coach, why would he come back to the college ranks when he's been a pro coach and he's done so well coaching over and over again and winning championships and division titles. Why, why would he go back? And especially, why does he go and pick losing teams to turn them around? First lesson, and this applies to what I'm about to point out to you, he starts with his belief about the organization with, that he's working with. How can that apply to you? Well, the first thing is we need to put in check your screwed-up belief system. What do I mean by a screwed-up belief system? That gets real simple. When you capture, and, and if you guys think back a few weeks ago, I did this show talking about 17 seconds is the key to manifestation. Whatever you think for 17 seconds cascades into something, and at the one-minute mark, you bought it into full metaphysical existence and the ethers, and once you apply effort to what you have put emotions and thought to, you next have manifestation. I think you remember that. Well, we first need to cut off the stupid, stinking thinking that you're doing. So check yourself. Learn now to erase and eradicate the negation of your own blessings. I'll give you some examples. Let's say you are in a bad relationship because many of you listen to this show because you are wanting to find love and you're trying to position yourself for a great, fulfilling relationship to come your way. And you are sitting there listening to Merry Christmas Baby in February and you got that box of wine out and that joint and you and your girlfriends are talking about how all men ain't this and all men ain't that. And you're wondering why you can't get out the park on this thing. Well, here's why you cannot get out the park. It's real simple. How can you get out the park in a situation if you do not believe 
anything beyond lack. If you expect nothing but disappointment and every shred of your thought and your belief system is sitting there always focused on the worst thing that could possibly happen to you, that is the core of your problem. Thoughts become things. And and think of this. I've actually seen a a woman do this, and I'm not knocking women, sisters. I just want you to hear it. I've actually seen women say, girl, all men are dogs. You can't trust a man. I don't trust men. Well, and you wondering why you are lonely? I mean, what are you going to attract to yourself while you're sitting there spewing out them, and then here comes your whatever you think is cute, your Terrence Howard, your George Clooney, whatever it is that you think is a good looking, your Kevin Costner, your Flavor Flav, whatever you think is your dude, you have this guy show up. But you got this stinking thinking, this attitude. Do you really think that a person, the kind of person you've been praying for, that's kind, sincere, somebody that wants to do the right thing no matter what, wants to be around your negative ass. I mean, be honest and think about that. Do you really think that you are going to bring something filled with light while you are sitting over here in such a dark, mental, spiritual, and emotional place? If you do, child me, and you really, really need to talk. But don't call me today. Do not call me today. I have to talk to you later. Um, but the other thing is, in clearing this space, and let's talk about money. If you're always going, you know, that never happens to me. You know, I don't I never have no good luck. Well, do you really think, because here's, here's the spiritual side, and, and I'm really going to talk to you spiritual people out there today. Angels really do exist. I believe that. You may not, that's your problem, but I will never fix my lips to say anything that stupid. The other thing is God really does exist. And again, I'm not being religious. God does exist. Someone is the intelligent architect of all of creation because everything in this universe is epistemological, meaning it exists because of a previous thing. And what I'm saying to you is that the... Faith has an opposite end, and it's called fear. All manifestation comes from one of two human emotions, love or whatever the opposite of love is. Some days that's animosity. Some days that's fear. Some days that's depression. Some days that's doubt. And the reason I say it's the opposite of love, there's an equated entity with love, God. God is love. And does God ever get sick? No. Does God ever fear? No. Does God ever doubt? No. Does God ever hate? No. So when we look at these things, we are cutting ourselves short because we haven't cleared our mental and emotional space. It's number one. Once you clear clear the space, you know, it's kind of like if you go with my sorry behind and watch me uh, butcher up somebody's greens on a golf course. Child, I swear, I play golf. I'm I'm, I'm pitiful. I I play on another team's sympathy. But I can help excavate the grass up with the club. I'm going to tear up the greens, right? And before I hit the ball, you know, they're supposed to say uh, four. I just say you better get the hell out of the way because you might get hit in the head by this ball. Well, you have to get out your own way once you catch these thinking, thinking thoughts you have. You need to get clear. And not only get clear, but clarity is king when it comes to you manifesting your desires. Here's, here's what I mean by that. You must have clear intentions because if you don't, you will continue to do what you've been doing, and that's manifesting what you don't want. What do I mean by that? Tell you what. I'm going to take a 45-second break, and I'm going to tell you when we come right back. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young, and we'll be right back in about 60 seconds.
we're back. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young, and today we're talking about what you must do to manifest miracles. The laws of attraction is one of my favorite subjects, and we're going knee-deep on it. And I want you to really pay attention because a lot of this stuff sounds like, oh, it's a mumbo-jumbo, it's talk. No, it's not. Man, laws are laws, and they work. And I'm going to give you the first example of this. When a child is conceived, most people, and I ain't talking about you folks that ended up, you know, you was full of that gin and or you was doing something strange for some change and you got pregnant. I'm talking about for sane, mature people. And, and I'm not talking about Ray Ray, so don't write me talking about it. I love my baby. I know you love that little rascal. I'm, I'm not talking about your little bad kid. I'm talking about how you most sane people conceive a child with intent. And some of us are just blessed. But here's the truth. The truth is, at some level, you thought about, I could either get pregnant, and I would get pregnant, and you did. And that could be pregnant with an idea. That could be pregnant with a kid. But pregnancy, I mean, and what a pregnancy means, you are giving birth to something, a set of circumstances, a situation, uh, you know, a person, whatever. That thought was there before you ever did it. And an emotional state was present before you ever conceived anything. You cannot get wet. You cannot get an erection without being in an emotional state of readiness. I don't care if you're chewing Viagra like Tic Tacs and you swigging down uh, margaritas and chocolate martinis like you thirst is your last drink on earth, you will not have any conception, anything happen to you unless there is a, an emotional state that was present. Now, I'm going to liken this to a woman having something happen through an unwanted situation like rape, incest, something like that. That's what we do. We rape our thoughts. We rape our beliefs. We rape our hopes. We rape our fears. We rape ourselves by these things. And, and here's how. We sit there, and we have not gotten clarity about what we desire. So how do you do it? Here's what you do. Focus not on what you want. I know that's, I know some of y'all just right then, somebody just said, what? Okay, the Negro done lost his mind. Let's, let me tell you what I mean by that. What I mean by that is focus on how it makes you feel. You remember? What did I say? All manifestation is a result of emotion. So uh, an example, as you think about how would it feel to have a nice house, you know, what, why would it be useful? And as you think of how things make you feel, write down how it will help you to be a better version of you because this universe is all about your evolution. It is all about your well-being. You know, there's this thing, even in the word it says, be fruitful and multiply. It says, and I hope in all things that you prosper, even as, you, as your soul prospers. And what is your soul? Your soul is where your thoughts come in contact with a part of you that is an eternal spiritual being. Ain't that something? There goes the spiritual word confirming a metaphysical reality, confirming science for you empiricists out there. Your soul cannot prosper until you are in good emotional and mental health. Ain't that deep. Because you, you can watch an idiot savant create the most beautiful of art, and when you look at him and you'd be like, what's that? He'd be like, I don't know. I mean, so you can, you can be brilliant and create things, and they have no meaning to you. Matter of fact, look at the person you're next to right now. That's a fool. And they, no, I'm just kidding. But the, the truth is, many of us, Okay, you don't need someone next to you. Look in the mirror, you the fool. But either way it goes, we can be crazy ourselves or with somebody that's crazy, and we can see manifestation come from these people all day. But the issue and the reason it doesn't benefit them is they don't have 
clarity, and they do not have an emotional state that allows them to be compensated or to even understand the value of the manifestation. Example, every day there is some crackhead somewhere, some alcoholic that can sing, that can cook their butt off. Now, what is the difference between that crackhead and John Legend? What is the difference between that alcoholic and, well, I can't use her for an example because what's her name? She probably is an alcoholic, the one that, you know, I'm talking about Paula, whatever her name is. But the truth is, you're drunk on who can cook up a hind off. The reason why she's not Emeril Lagasse, the reason why she's not on one of these chef shows is because she does not have emotional clarity. She gets the dispute spirits, so the dude hits the pipe, and all of a sudden, clarity is gone. So level two of manifestation is why many of us blow it, because we do not have clarity. Because without clarity, can you think straight? I just set you up. That's a hint. That's number three. Think it, feel it, believe it. After you do step one by clearing your space and getting rid of all the junk, the stinking thinking, and then after you define and get clarity about what it is you need to do to manifest your desires, you have to think it. You have to feel it. You have to believe it. You have to be in it. Now, put those steps together. Take your clear intention and think about the feeling of what it is that you desire. Now, how do you, some of you are going, D, what do you mean, man? How do I actually tangibly to feeling? Glad you asked. Through meditation, through visioning exercises, and call on the feeling when you are doing a form of exercise that you love. I, I'm going to tell you something. I used to hate, I'm telling you with a passion, this is so embarrassing to admit this, I'm that brother that can go to the gym, and, you know, especially when I'm, like, not cheating and working out, and I, I'm benching, you know, I'm benching 300. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm put, pushing up four, 500 pounds on the leg weights. I'm doing my do. Then I look over there, and here's the little white chick over here on the staff master. And you know how it is. Buffy's over there just doing the little staff master. And just go. The girl's going. She's cranking it, man. She's on the thing for an hour. And here comes my six foot two, 220-pound uh, mandingo-looking self up on this thing. And at eight minutes in, I look like a, a male Girl Scout. I'm over there tired, sweating. You know why? Because my mind is paying attention to everything that it shouldn't. I'm noticing how much time I got left. I'm looking at how I'm sweating, wondering should I stop and get some water. And that's what you're doing. That's, that's why you're screwing it up. Your mind, even though I had the clarity to know that, you know, I need to do some cardio, all this strong and this 40 you know, these 44-inch shoulders I've got and all, that ain't good. Child, look, what good is all that you ain't got no endurance? Really, though. And, and that's what you are lacking when you don't control your thinking, feeling, and believing. So here's what I did. I would then start thinking, why don't I use the laws of attraction to manifest what I want, which is I want to do five miles on this thing. And, hey, y'all, your boy can do five miles now and then go work out. Hey, this stuff, is it really works. I would, the minute I get on the stair climber, I would close my eyes. So that's what I want some of you to do. After you clear out the trash, after you define the feelings that you would have from having that new car that you want, having an abundance in financial resources. Are you noticing I'm not saying I want a car? You notice I'm not saying give me, I, you know, I don't want no debt. You notice I did not say anything negative. 
I said the feeling that you would have, how good you would feel being able to pick your kids up and not wait on the bus or uh, leave a meeting when you're ready to leave instead of waiting on the bus and someone to come pick you up and hearing their mouth about how big of a favor they did you to give you a ride. And, and again, keep the negative out. So I would close my eyes and I would think of all the things that I already have that I'm thankful for. I would think about, you know, I'm glad that I am strong. I am glad that I'm virile. I'm glad that I'm healthy. I'm glad that I can see and feel and taste and smell. And I'm glad my lungs are working so well. By the time I got through embracing all the things about me that were right and that I already had, I would open my eyes and I would look up and and many days, that little timer of 20 minutes, I would have been on that thing for 35 minutes, and me and Buffy high-fiving each other when we get done. You dig it? I really learned that if I focus on the happiness, you hear that word, another feeling, if I focused on the fulfillment feeling, if I focused on the chill, on the bliss, on the ecstasy and the euphoria, the more that I felt that feeling, the easier it was for me to manifest that which I desire. So that's number three. From a metaphysical perspective, if you believe it, then it's already here. Now, here's the hardest one. Oh, well, let me say this before I leave number three. I need you now to take time to contemplate, to think, and to feel. And I'm going to give one more example because the Spirit is telling me to tell you this. You ever seen a little poor kid that, that <laughs> I mean, seriously, poor children are so beautiful because they can play with a can and, you know, what you, what you got there? It's a car. They can, I remember, I don't remember, hell, I'm not that damn old, but I remember looking at a commercial for the original Mr. Potato Head, and they actually had a potato. <laughs> you know, seriously, man. They, would, they had all these little things they plugged into a potato. So poor kids, they could take a potato and turn it into a toy, and when they got through playing with it, mommy peel it and cook it and eat it. So the potato was multitasking. The original multitasker was a potato, right? But the truth of it is, have you ever seen a child that was happy, pretending, and just taking what was there and making the most of it? How did that make you feel about that child? Did it make you want to buy them an ice cream? Did it make you want to hug them? Did it even just even if you didn't know the kid, when you looked at it, didn't you feel good just being in the presence of that kid? Didn't you feel that it, even if that child had asked you for something like, Mister, can I have a whatever, a dollar, a quarter, whatever it is, you would have given it to him. Well see, there's there's a trick being played on you right now. You're all God's children. And when God can look at you and see you being happy in your circumstances, new circumstances come your way. People are receptive to you. New doors open. People speak to you that otherwise would have ignored you. I don't speak to people that sitting over there looking like they're going to put on a black coat and go start shooting folk. I don't speak to them. Do you? I don't want to be, uh, be around a woman that every time I look up, oh, Lord, this might happen. Uh, I, I remember I dated this chick uh, once, and this girl would ask me for everything, gas, can I have $20? And I'm just like, why don't you just shape your hands into the shape of cups? You're always down begging all the time. You know, offer something. In other words, the universe always responds to those that are happy, that are smiling, those that see the cup is half full. Think it, feel it, believe it. That's step number three. Make time 
to think on that which is good, to feel good feelings and to believe good thoughts. Believe it or not, I know you're going, Doc, how in the hell is this going to get me paid? How is this going to get me a man? Here's number four. Chill your butt out. Chill, chill, stop that. The next step that is crucial to the manifestation process in order to truly manifest your desires and take them from the seen to the, I mean, the unseen to the seen world, you need to chill out. Steve Drayton, Flavor Flav's brother, is a wonderful, wonderful uh, movie director. He did this movie. I think the last one was Married Men, Single Women. He's got a new one, uh, Night Court, some, some new movie coming out, but just Google him, Stephen Drayton. Stephen said something the other day on my show that was I had Melba Moore and he on the show the other day, and they, he said something so profound. He said, you know, when I ask God for something, I know I have it coming, and I just step back, and it comes. And that is so true. One of the rules of the laws of meta, uh, manifestation and laws of attraction is chilling. And I'm not telling you, because I know some of y'all chilling right now. you sitting up watching who's not the father and all that. Look, that that is not what I mean. That's called lazy. You need to get off your lazy butt and do something. No, what I mean by chilling is you heard this before. Be still and know that I'm God. Once you put it out there, if you continue to focus on it, what are you really doing? And I just said it at the beginning of the show. You are focusing on the lack of something. And what did I tell you? Where you put your energy, that's where you get your results. Chill. Chill. You must be certain of the outcome and certain that you can afford to wait and wait without tripping. Give an example of this. There's this thing that I read, and it says, whatever you ask, if you believe, you will receive it. Not if you want it. Believe. Now, what, what is belief? Belief is nothing but a set of reoccurring thoughts that you keep on thinking. That is what belief is. Belief is not a hard thing to do. I know for some of you religious folks, it says, believe upon me. God is telling you, believe upon me, right? And, and, and then he says, pray unceasingly. So some, some of these idiots are walking around here. Well, I had a lady call the show, and dear one, if you're listening, I'm not making fun of you. I'm laughing with you because I've done stupid stuff too. But this is the call the show, and she said, and praise God. And amen. And I just said, look, stop it, stop it now. Next thing you're going to want me to sell you a prayer cloth or a, boil, a little bottle of that oil for $3. Or, you know, I'll forgive your sins for 20 bucks if you really did some screwed up stuff, make it 50 I mean, get out of that religious mess. Religion is nothing but an excuse for men to use a certain way to pimp you. That's all it is. You know, if you wear your hat, don't wear no drawers, don't wear no pants, don't wear no shoes, cut your hair a certain way. Yeah. All that is bull crap. Do not believe any of it. Just chill out and trust God. Allow your faithfulness to guide you into the belief that what you desire is on the way. Because it is. The universe never says no. You know what I said earlier? Wherever you put energy, you get manifestation. We, well, you know, we're going to have a war on drugs. Okay, well, what do we have right now? We got DMX and Zimmerman. No, okay, I guess they canceled that. But we got a war on idiocy, and we're just making more stupid people. We are steady going from one battle to the next because we have a war on drugs. We sit up and we strategize. What do we do if this happens? Well, it happens, doesn't it? I mean, what about a relationship? What happens? They fall apart because you are so focused on, you know, ain't no good men out there. Well, what do you keep attracting? What do you keep attracting? I'm going to say it. Do you forgive me, assholes? That's what you keep attracting because that's all you keep saying. Chill out. 
Always trust this. The universe has a much better plan than you do. <laughs> I remember the last few weeks. You know, last year we had a very successful quarter as a brand. And at the end of the year, um, I, I was in a meeting. And when I had a meeting with uh, some really dynamic people, you know, I've mentioned their names to you before, Mark Gamble and Preston Middleton and, and Julia. And Julia and I were having this meeting, and we made the, I made a comment to her. I said, you know, this is, I feel it, this is going to be a really awesome year. And I, I asked her this question. I said, would you mind us having a manifestation meeting? And we did. We sat down at, at a restaurant and talked about what our vision was for her brand, my brand, and, you know, all the things she does as a producer and as a publicist and what I wanted to do as a company and what have you. And we, there was not, and, and this is very critical for you, in this step four, the chill phase, get away from people that are full of crap and stay away from negativity because it is contagious. I mean, picture this. I know this is going to be gross because I, I can just hear my mother from the grave to my, oh, Lord, no, he didn't. Well, yeah, Mom, I'm going to do it. Imagine somebody digging in their nose and wanting to shake hands with you. Yeah, I said it. You know, you know you've seen the Mucinex commercial with the little fat booger. What if that was really, because I've seen some people look like they had something like that in their nose, plaid pants on and all. <laughs> but imagine if someone just dug the little book out their nose and said, hey, how you doing? want to high-five you and shake your hand and hug you. Wouldn't you be like, hell no, get your nasty. You know what I'm saying? That's how you need to treat people that rain on your parade. How can you chill with a fool in your midst? You can't. Here's what you do. Stop telling everybody your damn visions and dreams. Share those things only with the people that have tanned them to it. And, and I'm using me as an example again because I want you guys to know, I am just as screwed up as anybody else has ever been. I know what it's like to be broke. I know what it's like to buy that little box of candles because the lights are out. I know what it's like to, you know, go from wealthy to broke to back to wealthy. I know. I know. As a matter of fact, earlier this year, when we were making this determination to expand my brand and do this, when I came up with the idea of money is flowing, man, right when I came up with the idea, it stopped. And you know what stopped it? What stopped it was simply this. I started thinking, what if I don't have enough money? What if I have a bad month? And the minute I thought that crap, what happened to me? I had a bad month, and my money got funny. Seriously, the law, and here's another, this isn't one of your five steps, but here's another rule. The better you get at manifesting, the faster you manifest stuff you don't want. So for those of you that keep going, well, you know what, I'm not having no problem getting $1,000, but I need 10. Uh, I'm not having no problem getting 10, but I just can't seem to get to the big money. Well, it's because you made it big money. And because it's big money, now all of a sudden what you have inadvertently done was what? What did I say? You negated yourself because you are talking positive, but you are feeling negative. You are being emotionally unstable. There's this word that says a double-minded man gets nothing from God, right? You can't doubt and have faith at the same time, right? Now, here's the other thing about your law. God has a better plan than you. So it doesn't mean he didn't answer you. It means he has perfect timing. You need to be clear about what you want. However, you cannot control the timing or the form in which it comes. There are things that you're trying to pay for that are going to come your way for free. There are things that you're trying to pay for that are going to come to you because someone mentioned your name to the right person. There are things that you've been hoping God for that are going to manifest themselves in your very presence because you just happen to be going about your day-to-day -day activities, and predestination was going to put someone 
at the same place, at the same time that you were going to be there. It may be on a flight. It may be while you're going to the grocery store. It may be while you're taking a walk. But if you're sitting home tripping, remember, here comes emotion again, your friend or your enemy. If you got on a bad attitude and you're running around, you know, you mad because you got cramps that day. And, oh, okay. Who the person that would have said hello or you would have said hello to because you were tripping, you didn't speak. Because you were depressed, you didn't get your butt out to bed. You weren't where the rendezvous was meant to take place. Chill out. Stay calm and relax. The universe has your back. Now, here's number five. Okay? The big one. You remember I said earlier, it's okay. You know, faith. Evidence, you know, substance things, hope for. It's the evidence of that which is not seen, right? Well, how about let's go back to that premise to know and be deliberate and knowing what you want. And when you are in the know, you no longer vibrate that energy of fear and disbelief. As you know, the more that you practice knowing, it just starts happening naturally. I mean, them cigarettes you were smoking, you didn't have, nobody told you to practice. You just got to a point where you knew you hit the light, it was going to work. If it didn't, you knew you were going to light it some other kind of way, right? Right? Same thing. You knew when homegirl jacked your weave up that you were like, oh, hell no. And you went and bought you some mohair and went to another bootleg stylist that jacked it up again. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, the deal is you knew that you were not going to allow yourself to walk around with that number six silky or whatever that is you had in your hair. You knew better. You knew you were going to fix that. You knew when you saw that woman that you were going to Well, I'm not even going to say that woman. You knew you weren't going home alone that night from the club. Lady, man, many of you have gotten in the car knowing that you go into the club, ain't got no money, but you know somebody going to buy you a drink. See, I'm showing you how you had an ability to know and be deliberate about what you wanted, and you got what you wanted. I'm telling you now, use that same stuff for something that actually makes sense instead of that stupidity. That's number five. You got to get rid of those disoriented, doubting thoughts as your disbelief wills away. What you're wanting will be replaced by knowing you're going to have it. When you did it, and, and now here's the thing when you diligently practice steps one through four, and for those of you that I have sleep or doing some you now no business doing, I'm going to repeat it. Clear your known space. Get rid of all of that stinking thinking, that disbelief, that negativity, and the people that come with it. Get rid of you. Clear your space out. Clear your known space. And then get clear on what you want. Start paying attention. What did I just think? Did I just sit up here and say, I do not want to lose any. I, don't die. I do not want to gain any more weight. What did, you, what did I just tell you? Your focus is on the, absence, uh, the absence of something when you start talking about what you do not want. When you start saying, I do not want to be broke, what are you really focusing on? You're focusing on being broke. You're just doing it a different way. You're saying it in what we like to use the term politically correct. You are incorrect as hell. Don't do that. And then once you think it, put step one and two together. Start visualizing and feeling and believing how it feels to have wealth, how it, how, how are you going to be different with your, with your significant other when you don't have to worry about the electric bill and you can take them out for a good meal and, you know, you you can stop wearing them raggedy drawers and get you some drawers that don't look like they're made out of Swiss cheese or you can, you know, actually not be looking at the dog's food and the dog's pushing his bowl away because you're hungry, you know, all of this kind of stuff. Think it, feel it, believe it. And chill out. You cannot have faith and fear at the same time. They're exact opposites. It says, you know, 
the reason why you have not is because you ask not. I'm going to add something to that. The reason why you have not is because you won't stop your stinking thinking. <laughs> so chill. That's number four. Everything that you desired when you were being a hood rat, when you were tripping, when you were, you know, you you the little white dude trying to talk like you from the hood, no damn well you ain't lived in third war. Whatever it is going on with you, you know, I'm in Atlanta right now, but before I got here, I knew that I was going to have a great trip. Yes, I was tired as hell when I got here, tell the truth. But I'm in a beautiful hotel with a beautiful suite and a beautiful room, and life is wonderful. So the same thing can happen to you when you sit down and meditate and envision and feel good and believe and then chill out. Know that the universe has your back. Well, that takes care of what we're doing today. Let me give you guys some stuff you really want to listen right now. Go to Facebook. When you go there, go to the D. Yvonne Young Arthur page. We are about to hit the 10,000 mark in friends and fans, and I really love you guys. Thank you for all the continued support. But here's the good stuff. We are going to have a contest. We're putting it together now. We're going to give away thousands of dollars worth of prizes, and when we give that stuff away, you can win everything from American Express gift cards to sessions with me to all sorts of stuff. So make sure you go on there, hit hit the like button. Hopefully we won't go over the 10,000 mark before they start it because then Mark Gamble is going to be like, B, come on, man, what happened? But the thing is, go on there, hit the like button, and sign up. Second thing, go to the Devon Young website. Our new website is rolling out. We're going to have some contests because we're on this logo thing, and they're giving me these logos I don't like. So you're going to get to pick one, and there's going to be some stuff associated with that and a lot of other stuff. So make sure you do that. And above all, here's the last two things I'm going to tell you. Julia will be out in about 60 seconds. I want you to take the time and stop settling for less than you deserve. God wants you to be happy. And to be honest, the only reason you're not is because you're choosing not to be. Quit looking at your glasses half empty. Instead, be glad you have a damn glass. I'm not even going to give you the half full thing. And quit putting that cheap whiskey in it. That's why your teeth falling out. No, I'm just kidding. But make sure that you look at the things that are in your life and be grateful. Be grateful that you can get some new hair because if you've got some old weave in your head, you know that's jacked up. Please take that out and wear your hair naturally. At least go get it done right and quit letting that supposed to do your hair in a kitchen because you know that's why that catfish smells like that blue pomade grease. But whatever it is that you do, expect the very best for yourself because God wants to give you his best. But how can you give your get God's best and not give him yours? You know, he's not into getting pimp. So be that which you seek, and what you seek will definitely find you. Well, that's our show for today. I love you. We'll talk to you guys on Sunday night. Have an awesome weekend. Bye now.